The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hello and welcome to the Radio 690 ADV podcast. I am Joe, your host on this wonderful, scorching hot Sunday. <laughs> it's so freaking hot outside. Uh, yeah, we're about to hit triple digits. I know parts of South Texas has already hit in the triple digits. And um, I can do the heat. I just don't really care for it a whole lot. It It's awful. And uh, all the at-gat guys out there... Um, either live in like South Dakota or Canada or somewhere where it's cold all year long or at least cool all year long. I tell you what, come down to Texas, load it all up and go ride. Anyway, today's podcast. Anyway, um, happy Sunday to everybody. Hopefully you guys had a good week. Things are slowly, mildly getting back to normal-ish uh, around the country, at least from what I can tell. I mean, everybody's out at the parks. Everybody's out running around doing their stuff. Um, it seems like everything is, uh, at least 50% better. At least that's what I would, uh, like to, uh, like to believe. And, um, uh, yes, I'd like to thank all of our Patreons. I'd like to thank all of our subscribers. I'd like to thank all of our listeners. I'd like to thank everybody that tunes in and is part of the 690 ADV. Do not forget to go to 690ADV.com and sign up be part of it don't forget our youtube channel youtube.com slash 690adv we also do a little bit of facebook stuff uh don't forget dual sport global uh, i do a little bit of that and i'm part of that uh jeff and those guys over there are really really cool um i am not affiliated with it really i just i just make a few posts here and there just good people um, and they're trying to make a, a pretty good group that's not all, yeah, Facebooking. <laughs> At least they're doing their best. Um, also, if um, you would like to donate and help with our podcast, um, we have a new podcast platform that we're actually recording to. And uh, it allows us to take donations. And if you'd like to donate, there's a link right there in the description. Click that. I don't care if it's 10 cents, man. It helps. It really does. So if you want to donate and help out the 690 ADV, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I do have a day job. I'm real busy uh, trying to support my family and all those things. And I still try to do the things that I do. So, um, And also, if you have anything that you would like uh, us to talk about or if you have any uh, stuff that you want me to make either a podcast or a video on, 690ADV at gmail.com. And you can hit me up any time. And if it makes sense, we're going to make a video on it. One second, got to get some coffee. It is Sunday morning. Oh, man, what is it about coffee that just puts a smile? It just puts a smile on your face, and it just allows you to survive and and get through your day. Anyway, 
the title or topic of today is dual sport adventure trips and the worst is what you're always going to remember, especially for, you know, new adventure riders, heck, even of the, uh, the seasoned riders are out there. I've been doing it a long time and I've ridden with quite a few guys and I know that comes off a little weird, but I don't mean that in a bad way that the worst is what you're always going to remember. What I do mean is, is that when you're on motorcycle adventure trips or when you go out and you do your motorcycle adventure trips, it depends on how in-depth you are into your adventure riding and uh, how deep you like to get out in it. Um, everybody has a level, you know, you have, you know, like a beginner stage and then you have a intermediate stage and then you have like a, you know, uh, uh, a higher level from that. And then all the way to, you know, like advanced on when you go out. Well, sometimes, sometimes you go riding with guys that are advanced and they tend to forget that some of these newer guys uh, come over from the street and they are not skilled just because you can ride a motorcycle doesn't mean you can ride it off road <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you that is not that is just that's just, just not reality that does not exist and if you truly think that then um, good luck <laughs> good luck to you because you are probably gonna get yourself into a pretty good little situation somewhere down the road that mm, you're gonna wish that you didn't get yourself into but when you're on your motorcycle adventure trips and you are with guys that are advanced because you, you know, you just got your dual sport or, or you've been riding for a little while and you got to ride. Everybody's got different skill levels. You know, uh, some guys are, are just, they're just, you're just better riders than other riders. It's just the way it is. And it's not that it makes you a bad rider. What it does, it just means that they've just been doing it a lot longer than you have. And they've already been down the road that you're already traveling on and it's not new to them. Or even if you've been riding for five or 10 years, you may get that guy that's been riding, you know, for 20 years. He doesn't talk about it, but you know, the guy can just flat out ride. <laughs> I mean, that's just the reality. He can just flat out ride. Um, and he's in the back of his mind, he's thinking about himself he is kind of thinking of the other riders that are in the, 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 the group or the people that are riding, but you just have those guys that are like that. And what they do is they tend to push the envelope for the other guys that are out there because those guys are not used to what it is. So in short, basically, um, you get put in a situation to where you really are facing yourself in a mirror going, oh my God, what have I got myself into? So what happens is, is whenever you're out and you're in an adventure or you're doing stuff like that, depending on, you know, if you're in a group that everybody's pretty much the same skill level versus the experience level, <laughs> you know, that's what it boils down to. Because what will happen is, is they'll want to do, they're always trying to push the envelope a little bit. You know, some guys are just flat out, whacked out crazy. Um, they'll do anything and they don't care if they break an arm or a leg or anything like that. Well, I have a family, so I'm always trying to be cautious or conscious of what's going on with everybody that's around me. So that's the thing. So when you get out in it and you get put in a situation, which 
it will happen. If you adventure ride, you will be put in a situation somewhere uh, down the road to where you're going to be looking in the mirror at yourself going, oh my God, what have I got myself into? Can I get through it? Or do I have to turn around and get out of it? Or do you do the high school thing and the whole peer pressure thing sets in? Well, the guys that I ride with, basically what we do is we have a mobs. Basically, it's a mob rule. It's if there's five guys and there's three guys that say, look, we can do this. And two guys go, man, I don't know. Well, guess what? You got two options if you're the two guys. You can either muscle through it, get your head wrapped around it, and all the other guys are going to help. That's that that that's just 100%. That's the way we roll. Or you can get on your GPS and find find the loop to get around it. That's it. That that's basically how it works. Well, to this day, I've never had anybody turn around and go, you know, around to try to get to the other side of where we're trying to get to. So, basically, we help everybody. I don't care if you drop your bike 10 times. You know, if that's what it takes, if we're going down a goat trail or if we're going down a canyon trail or whatever, you know, and, and I've done pretty much all of it, you know, and we're talking big adventure bikes is what I'm used to the heavier ones. You know, I'm pretty, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm two and a half years into a KTM 690 Enduro R to me. That's a mountain bike. It feels like a mountain bike when I'm riding it off road. I'm coming from KLR 650s, DL 650, uh, GSA 800, you know, and then taking those things down where these guys are taking, you know, KTM 500s, you know, DR 400s, you know, WR 450s, all that type of stuff. And they're looking at us like we're freaking just out there like Pluto. And so at the end of the day, you know, when you're on those bigger adventure bikes, and if you ever watch any of my videos, what I tell you is that those bikes don't get big until you get them off road. And and that's the that's the honest to god truth. The, you know, a 500 pounds bike, it feels 800 pounds when you're off road and you're going over lemons and grapefruits and baby's heads and all that type of stuff, rutted out roads, canyon drop-offs, you know, jeep trails, all that type of stuff where the roads are chewed up from the side-by-sides in the jeeps. And long story short, there's other guys out there that are hopefully listening right now and they're realizing that, man, you're right. It is absolutely, it's, it's terrifying when we get our bikes in that situation. So that's where the worst comes in, but the worst is really in all honesty, it's the best. And what I mean by the best is that you will always remember that if you can get your head wrapped around it, push through and prevail to the other side, you're always, always going to remember that. You'll never forget it. But when you're riding through those scenic areas, you're going to remember that it was pretty. You're going to remember, you know, the changing of the aspens or the changing of the colors of the leaves and stuff like that when you're going through Colorado or uh, parts of Utah, southern Utah and Arizona and wherever, Washington, it doesn't matter where you ride. You may be doing twisties, you may be doing all these things, 
But if you're not being pushed into a situation that you mentally have to physically get your head wrapped around something in order to do it, you'll remember it, but it will never stick with you like it will if you had to basically try to get your head wrapped around and push through something. And it will always be the first thing that you remember whenever somebody asks you, hey, how was your trip? You're going to go, oh, man, it was fantastic. But I tell you what, man, let me tell you about this. We were on this goat trail and yada, yada, yada. And I, I didn't think I could make it. And then I made it. And it, man, it was amazing. It was awesome. And that's really the honest to God truth. You remember that. You know, I've got many trips that I've been on. And that's what I always remember. You know, my best and you know, longest day was six hours on a goat trail in Utah. <laughs> it was, it was brutal. It was six hours to go like, it was like eight miles through the most sketchy, skinny, this is a fully loaded KLR 650, mind you, loaded. I'm talking river bags, tents, the whole nine yards. We don't. We don't ride, you know, naked. We don't have anything, you know, we're not just, it's just not just fuel, bike, and backpack. That's, that's not it. I mean, we're talking loaded. We're trying to get to another destination to set up camp and then get up and do it all over again. But we're on this goat trail and with a very, very good buddy of mine, a life buddy I've known for, you know, roughly 40 years. And he's like, man, he goes, I, 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 I got this, I got this map and I, and it's something I did a long time ago. And I think you guys are like, if you want to do it, that's what it came down to. And we were like, Hey man, you know what? You, 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 you always pick the best rides. Let's do it. We hadn't done this in a long time. So basically we start off on this adventure for the day <laughs> it was supposed to be like about a one hour ride it turns out to be almost six hours and it was like about eight miles seven eight miles to do all of it that's what it came out to be uh, but it was only supposed to be about 60 minutes to get through it well here's the deal we're basically going through he's looking at gps we're talking a a you know an e-trex gps if anybody that's been riding a long time knows that an e-trex that's a garmin and it's really old it's black and white it it's basically lines on a screen. So we're going through, we come to a fork in the road and it was kind of almost a flip a coin. And basically what it boils down to is he's like, yep, I think I remember this. So we took a right instead of taking a left. Needless to say, long story short, that wasn't the right, the right way to go. <laughs> it was not the right way to go. Um, what happened was, is there was two roads. If we would have taken the, uh, left, it would have been a very scenic, very nice, you know, road with, you know, some challenging stuff, but the right was an ATV road. <laughs> it was a single track. It was made for, um, dirt bikes, like true dirt bikes. It was made for four wheelers. Um, and stuff like that. It got real tight. It got real sketchy. Lots of rocks, lots of up and down hills in between boulders and stuff. It was, it was, yeah, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty crazy. 
but we're fully loaded down on KLRs. So um, as we're about three hours into this ride and we're going through all these crazy little hills and stuff, and maybe you have been on something like that in your adventure, that day I just... I was just like, man, I don't even know if we're even going to get, we're going to be camping on this freaking road and I don't even know where it ends up. And if we have to turn around, oh my God, we got to go back through all that mess that we just basically just went through. I would much rather just punch through the other side. If you have been on something like that, down in the comments, tell other people about it, you know, make it short and sweet, but tell everybody, you know, how miserable and your brain was just fried but you made it through, and that's why you're writing that comment, is because you're always going to remember that ride. So as we're going through, and we're about three hours into this ride, and we're going through all this gnarly, crazy stuff, my buddy says, hey, let's pull over here for a minute. Let's just cool down, get a water break, and let me look at the map. Well, <laughs> he looks at the map and just starts chuckling, and I'm like, uh, Og, what, what, are, what, are you, what are you laughing at? He goes, well, here's the deal, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. And he's the most relaxed guy you've ever met in your life. He is the best guy to ride with because nothing ever gets to this dude. He's always just chilled out, even in the worst of the worst of the muck. He looks at everybody. We have four guys in the group, and he goes, I think we should have taken a left back there. We're like, dude, that's, we've been on this trail for like three hours, almost four hours and you mean we should have tried? I said, I'm not going back through this. He goes, all right, well, here's the really funny part. I don't know where, here's where the, here's where we are. Here's where the map stops. I don't know if we can actually get through the other side. <laughs> so I literally look at him. I was like, oh, you don't even think we can get through. And he goes, I don't know, man. What do you guys want to do? I think we just go forward. But just seeing his demeanor and how he holds himself I learned a lot that day that, you know what, I was in a bad place just because I was loaded down. I was tired. I'm muscling a 470-pound bike, loaded down with gear. You know, I'm in the middle of nowhere. We don't know where we're at. We don't have cell signals. We don't have anything. We are just thick in it. And as bad as you think that you really in your brain, because you don't want to talk to the other guys and tell the other guys, like, man... This is pretty intense, man. This is like this is like freaking intense. We don't know where we're going. We don't know if we can make it out of here. We don't know if we got to turn around. If we do, then we got to battle everything to get back out in which we can do it. But that's really what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And seeing my buddy and the way he holds himself every time cuz he, he that's just that's just how he is. And I learned so much from him and I could never ever, you know, tell him other than in a podcast, if he ever was to listen to it, how much I appreciate the way he holds himself. And he just, he's just so, he's just so relaxed. It doesn't matter what the situation is. And that's how I am now. And this, this story is well over 10 years ago. And I just, if you learn anything, that's basically what it means. You think you're in a really, really, really bad situation, but if you can just sit back for five seconds and get your head wrapped around it. A lot of times you can just, you can make it happen. Sometimes you have to turn around. You just don't have a choice. It's just not working. But if you can get your head wrapped around it and you try so hard 
you can do it. You can do it. And if you can't, put a little check mark down and put that on your bucket list. I failed. I want to win. And that's it. And come back another day. Live to fight another day. That's what it boils down to. So your worst, you're always going to remember that. But in all reality, if you're ever out on a trip and you listen to this podcast and you're listening to my story, basically sit back, get off your bike, take five minutes and know that it was getting the best of you. And now you are realizing that you are in a situation that is going to remember that you're going to remember for the rest of your life. It'll always be there. You'll never, ever, ever forget about it. You can pull over on the side of the road and take a picture of a beautiful stream. You won't remember that stream like you'll remember that hard part that you were doing on your trip. It just won't pop up. Make sure you take pictures because there are times that I forget about all the beauty and all the greatness and all the 50,000 mile plus that I've done around this country. If I didn't have photos, you got to stop and take pictures because there's just certain things on your trip that you are, you're just not going to remember it unless a photo pops up. But the campsite fire stupidity things that you're doing or just goofy things that you're doing, the hard riding, you know, certain things that you just never get to see ever, like riding your motorcycle onto a ferry and going across Lake Powell. Things like that are the things that really stick out and you'll always remember on your trip. So don't think of this podcast as, you know, the worst is just like, oh, that's just, you're always going to remember just bad things. It's never a bad thing. Your trip, there's nothing There's nothing bad about it. Everything is great. Even if you twist an ankle, tweak your back, bend a finger, your bike broke down, but you fixed it. You know, you're sitting there, you know, in situations that everybody's just staring at each other. Remember those things because those things are the memories that are the building blocks to stories that you're going to get to give somewhere down the road. If you have any stories or anything like that, put it down in the comments below or email me because I love hearing about guys, stories of hardship and <laughs> and things they got themselves into and how they got through the other side and what they did to get through the other side. How did you get your head wrapped around it? You know, I mean, I've got other, I've got literally hundreds of stories that I would like to share with people. And if you guys would like to hear some of these stories, you know, where I went riding with other riders and how, you know, I took what my buddy gave to me and how I pass that off to other riders to help them get their heads wrapped around it. YouTube and in GoPros and all that stuff. If you're watching that thinking that's, Oh, you just, all that stuff is just, just cakewalk and stuff. It's not, it's not, it does. It does no justice a YouTube video with a GoPro footage, or I don't care what footage it is. It doesn't show shear. It doesn't show incline. It doesn't show decline. It doesn't show any of that stuff. And a lot of those riders make it look really, really easy. And I have been down those roads and those Jeep trails and those passes in Colorado and stuff in Utah. And look, it's 
some of those guys make it look very simple. And then guys go and get themselves into that stuff and they realize I have really made a huge mistake. <laughs> I am in something that I probably should have done a little more research. So just keep your head wrapped around that. And if you are going out and going to go do stuff like that, just do your research, man. I always say research is king. But if you want to hear some more stories of, you know, certain things that we've done, you know, I, I'd love to I'd love to share those stories. And I'll probably do some just periodically. But, you know, that's that's the best part, man. And, and these are the, these are my memories. And I'll never forget. I have hundreds of them. I have hundreds and hundreds of stories that when I'm sitting around with my friends and we're sitting around just a campfire, we're not even on motorcycles and they just ask and they're like, so, you know, like on this trip or this trip, you know, what, what, what did you remember about that? You know, what, 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 what makes duels, what, what makes a, your dual sport adventure riding, you know, so amazing. Why, why do you do it? You know, you're just trying to relive your youth. You're trying to this and, and they don't get it because they don't, a lot of these, a lot of them don't ride, but when they hear our stories, you can see that twitch in the eye and they're like, Man, I I sure would. That sounds like a lot of fun. Here's the deal. If you want to do it, you can do it. But don't talk about it. Go do it. There's two kinds of people in the world. There's people that talk and there's people that do. I don't have time for talk. It's do or nothing. I don't just, I don't I don't want to mess with it. So But anyway, remember that the worst is really your best. And get your head wrapped around it and get out and find some adventures. And, you know, enjoy yourself and be safe while you're doing it. Remember, it's more than just you. So if you have a family, always think about them when you're out riding and stuff and and take your time. It's not a race. It's not high school. You don't have to sit there and please anybody other than yourself because that's really what it boils down to. It's all about you. The other riders are fantastic, but at the end of the day, they don't get to sit there and be in your mind and share your experience of what you're getting into. So anyway, Radio 690 ADV. I'm Joe. Thank you so much for stopping in. And if, like I said, if you need anything, 690ADV at gmail.com and also youtube.com slash 690ADV. We got hundreds and hundreds of videos. And don't forget to go to our website, 690ADV.com. Don't forget, if you want to donate, we sure do appreciate it. Down in the description, we have a link to that. We sure would appreciate it. It sure helps out with all the things that we do. You guys have a fantastic Sunday. Thank you so much for being part of the Radio 690 ADV. Get out, ride, and try not to boil if you live in the state of Texas. <laughs> you guys have a fantastic Sunday. 690 out.